even though the college football season started a week ago, everything ramps up tomorrow because your Ohio State Buckeyes take the field for the very first time during the 2023 college football season. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Friday, September 1st in the year 2023, and this episode is brought to us by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase during today's episode we will go over three big questions i have about the buckeyes going into their season opener and i will also share my final thoughts before the buckeyes begin the game tomorrow against the indiana hoosiers but first it's time it is time for the buckeyes to take the field during the 2023 college football season yes We were excited. Many of us were excited to watch Notre Dame and Navy a week ago. Many of us were excited to see USC take the field last week. Many of us were excited in a little bit more of an odd way to watch Hawaii and Vanderbilt. I was actually annoyed by the delayed kickoff and the weather that got in the way because I wanted to see the football. Many of us liked and enjoyed Utah and Florida on Thursday evening, many of us will watch football, either high school or college, today. But tomorrow's different, man. Tomorrow hits a whole lot different than the things that I just mentioned. Yeah, Notre Dame Navy, cool. Ohio State playing is better. Yeah, USC and Lincoln Riley and that offense there, Caleb Williams, the Heisman Trophy winner. Yes, all of those things are great. Buckeyes playing football is even better. Utah and Florida in a non-conference matchup week one? That's great, but the Buckeyes playing football, getting back in between those lines, that's even better. I have been waiting for this for a long time, and it's finally here. We have talked a long time. A lot of the space of this offseason was about the QB battle. We get to see both quarterbacks play tomorrow. So when we're speculating and going off of things that maybe we saw on the high school film or maybe the minimal film that we got from them during their time playing quarterback at the Ohio State University, forget all the speculation. Let's just let the game and their game and the film speak for itself because we get to have our own two eyeballs tell us maybe that guy really should be the starting quarterback who I didn't think was going to win the job or Maybe what I thought was correct and that the guy who I predicted would be QB1 is playing like he should be QB1. We also talked about this offseason about Ryan Day. What's going to happen if the Buckeyes lose to the Wolverines Thanksgiving weekend? Will the Buckeyes have a chance to go undefeated? Um, The test in the the season schedule is a whole lot harder than normal. How is that going to go? A return trip to Purdue, Lafayette, Indiana. We all remember what happened the last time the Buckeyes and Boilermakers met during the college football season at at Ross-State Stadium. So what what do we get to do? Talk about that, but also look forward to that matchup. We also get to talk about, we talked a lot about, Trevia Henderson, Mayan Williams, Chip Trainum, Dallin Hayden, Evan Pryor. 
we get to see all, maybe all of them play tomorrow. What else do we get? A defense that's looking to be a whole lot better of an entire unit, not just one level of the D-line, another of the linebackers, or another unit in the secondary. No, a collective unit, all three position groups coming together to be a better, more well-oiled machine on defense. Jim Knowles, year two under Jim Knowles, defense just looks to take a better step and play a whole lot better. That's cool to hear. Let's see it in Columbus this season. A road test, a conference game, week one. Some people say it was on a show a week ago. One of the hosts said, I don't really like week one con uh, conference matchups. Don't really matter. I'd rather, I, I, let's just play the game. Now, the benefit for the Buckeyes is tomorrow against Indiana. Indiana is not a FCS level. It's not a lower level, like low, 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 low level G5. But they're also not like a middle of the tier power five. So you're still being able to run some things vanilla-wise to move the ball and run some things vanilla-wise to stop the opposing offense. You're also able to get some run and some game reps with two quarterbacks. I said it once. I'll say it again. Ryan Day said the plan is to play both quarterbacks, and my thought all along was multiple quarterbacks were going to play against Indiana because the Buckeyes should dominate this game. I believe the the current betting line is uh, Ohio State minus 29 and a half um, over under set at 59 and a half. That comes from our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. If you want to bet cool, um, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would touch the over on 29, 29 and a half and the over under a 59 and a half. I might go over there just because I do think the Buckeyes will blow this team out. Hey, man, we've been waiting a long time for this and it's finally here. Labor Day weekend. College football, but from Thursday through Monday, we're just talking to someone about what they were going to do in regards to watching the game on Sunday, LSU and Florida State. I got my plans. I hope you have yours as well. This is a great time. This is also a time for the Buckeyes to prove that the offseason work that they have been doing, that it means something. That it's not just work that they've been putting in that work, as they've been saying or we've been seeing on the socials in these small, minute clips that we've been able to see and witness um, just to get a, a, a small view of what's going on during the practices. But even then, the Buckeyes have been talking, not talking like they were a year ago. I went on numerous rants about how they talked a year ago during the offseason, and ultimately their talk was cheap. They're not talking in the same way, but talking about making strides. Brian Hartline, promotion. Ryan Day possibly taking a different approach with calling the offensive plays. Even though he says he's going to lead the offensive play calling, I really think that Brian Day is going to call the plays the first few weeks. Maybe let Brian Hartline get a little taste of that next week and the week after. But I do think Notre Dame, maybe Penn State, um, Wisconsin, uh, any of those big, big, big-time games where Ryan Day thinks, oh, uh, I want to get this up, but it's better for me to do it just because – it's what I'm good at. It's what I excel at. I think Ryan Day might do it. It does remind me of the times when Urban Meyer relinquished play calling, and then all of a sudden later in the season, when things got out of whack, he took that thing back. I think Ryan Day is trying to prevent things getting out of whack, and he's trying to control what he can control with things that he is very, very good at, which are calling the plays on offense. Defensively, cool. I'm here for it. I'm here for the improvements. I'm here for Sonny Styles. I'm here for potentially Malik Hartford, Joshua Proctor, Jihad Carter, uh, Lathan Ransom, um, Jordan Hancock, Davidson Egmanosin, uh, Denzel Burke. I have more thoughts about those three guys, the three corners at Ohio State, coming up in the very next segment of the show. But it's time for football. It's time for Buckeye football.
We all have our traditions. My wife and I have ours. You have yours. And you know what? It's time to put our traditions back into practice because <laughs> the boys get back on the field tomorrow. And if you can't tell by my excitement so far during this show, maybe you're tuning in for the first time to Lachlan Buckeyes previewing the game that is coming up tomorrow. Great. The everydayers, they're used to this. And I hope you're part and you join the everydayer club over the next few weeks and months because the boys are back in town. And things right here at this old podcast are going to heat up and ramp up <laughs> quickly. I hope you're ready for it. I am ready. I hope you're ready for what's to come with the show. I am ready to dive into three big questions I have about the Buckeyes going into their season opener tomorrow against the Indiana Hoosiers. The first one is about the quarterbacks. That's all I'll tell you about the three. We'll go over all of them next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our good friends at game time buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have forget planning months in advance Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you with 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen every single day. The Ohio State Buckeyes play the Indiana Hoosiers tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch every snap of the Buckeyes hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the S. XM app search Buckeyes. Three big questions. I have them, and I'm sure you might have them as well. Three big questions going into the Buckeyes season opener tomorrow. I was thinking about doing keys to victory. I'm not doing that, especially week one where we haven't seen either team play. I think this is very much more Buckeyes just showing up and playing their brand of football. The rest will take care of itself. So I'm not doing three keys to victory. Today And I might not do it this this season. Still up in the air about how we're going to tackle the Friday shows going into the games Saturday afternoon or evening. But three big questions. This one is kind of the first one on my mind. How does tomorrow's performances by Kyle Accord and Devin Brown impact the quarterback battle? Or how do the performances of Kyle McCord and Devin Brown impact the quarterback battle? Because tomorrow, when we know both guys are planning on playing, not just saying in blowout fashion, Devin Brown would play, even though he's not the starter, in a blowout fashion, it's time. It's his time to play. Ryan Day said both guys are going to play. Cool, great. Whatever your thoughts are about that don't really matter right now during this conversation. But with both guys playing and Ryan Day saying he named Kyle McCord the week one starter versus Indiana, would I be shocked if he named Devin Brown the week two-starter versus Youngstown, Youngstown State, I wouldn't. I'm not a fan of that move at all. Um, I think it has a lot of cons to it, but it could happen. So when you think about that very thing there, 
And let's just say both guys are very, very similar. One guy is 15 for 20, 75%, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Another guy is 18 for 23. Both have five incompletions. One guy has three more um, completions and three more attempts. But he goes 275 in three tutties. That's five TDs through the air. Now, how does that impact things? How does Ryan Day view that? If Ryan Day views that statistically the same way, what happens on the field? What is the feedback that he gets from the teammates? What is the feedback he gets from the coaches? How do these performances tomorrow impact how Ryan Day views the quarterback battle going forward? Because ultimately, I think Ryan Day knew in the back of his mind, and we all did, maybe didn't want to discuss it or say it was possibly going to happen, but it's reality. We all knew that the first three games of the season were going to be cupcake games. Humiliate the Hoosiers. Um, Youngstown State, don't know the mascot. Western Kentucky, not going to tackle that one either. We'll find some more alliteration for that later in the season. But the Buckeyes are a team that can just show up against any of these teams and they should be able to win big. Should be. Why? Because the talent gap is so large. So when the talent gap is so large, and it's the first time that these guys are getting game reps in a season where they're both competing to be the quarterback in the upcoming season, does one guy come off flat and then go three and out, three and out? The next time he just starts dialing things up. Does another guy come in in a backup role, maybe in the second quarter, and the next thing you know he goes touchdown, touchdown, interception. How in the world does this factor? So I understand the st- statistical way that you can look at the things that are going on with the players and the quarterbacks and the performances to say, oh, yes, this is how we can gauge it. Also, there's there are things deeper that you don't find in the box score, which is why when it comes to just trying to figure out, hey, I didn't watch the game. What happened? Being a box score scout is not wise. I would not advise that at all, which is why when I may go through a guy's career stats or stats throughout a season, what will I tell you? This tells you a small sample of what happened during the game. It does not give you the complete picture. Speaking of complete picture, how do the performances of the guys battling to be the starting free safety for Ohio State, how does that impact things going forward? Now, I didn't really hit on this much throughout the week. A lot of this week was talking about the quarterbacks, Ryan Day's announcement on Tuesday, Talk about that on Wednesday. Stock up, stock down. I purposefully left this one out to give it more space here on Friday's show. Right now, there's a battle between who is going to be the starting free safety. The two starting safeties are going to be um, um, Sonny Styles and more of that nickel role and late the ransom and the strong safety role. You could even interchange those, maybe. Um, I understand having Sonny more in the nickel closer to, closer to the line of scrimmage. With a six foot four, 220, some say 230 pound frame. I completely understand that. But right now, as much as I thought Jihad Carter would be a starting defensive back for the Buckeyes this fall, he's also battling with Joshua Proctor, six year player. And I do believe true freshman Malik Hartford, who I someone said he's gained 30 pounds between a senior year of high school and right now going into his freshman campaign at Ohio State. I don't know if, it, if that's an exact number. I can't say that for sure. However, what we can say is this. As much as we want to look at the quarterback battle at Ohio State, ultimately, that's not the only position battle that is still up for grabs. All three of these guys, Jihad Carter, Josh Proctor, and Malik Hartford. Now, I do, do know one guy has more experience. One guy is a newcomer, and one guy got a lot of run in the ACC over the past few years during his 
campaign of uh, uh, time being a Syracuse Orangeman. That is great. Ultimately, what do we want to see happen? We want to see somebody emerge and not just emerge, but do that consistently down after down, rep after rep, play after play. Just do that over and over and over. And so there's two battles, big questions. I'm not really going about the O-line, the D-line. Like I could go in numerous ways. We'll tackle that in here in the last question. But for the free safeties, I have my eyes on you. I want you all to play well. I hope things go well for all three of you. And I hope we have to come back here on Monday and Tuesday of next week and discuss and tackle. Well, (laughs) that three safety spot got a whole lot harder because all three candidates played very, very, very well. Speaking of next week on Monday, there is planning on being a show on Monday. No live shows post-game this year. Um, I'll be at a few games this year, which I don't want to do a post-game one week and then not do it two more weeks. So no post-game shows at the end of games during this season. However, one thing we will have and we will discuss next week is something that happens tomorrow. We will discuss players that emerge. Last question for you. Who emerges and who pops off the field during the season opener against the Indiana Hoosiers? Let's go O-line, D-line really quickly. A lot of conversation has been about the three new starting O-linemen. Josh Simmons at left tackle, Carson Hensman at center, Josh Fryer at right tackle, getting his first time being a consistent starter for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Who emerges there? Who pops off the, who pops off the field? Who is pushing his man back three to five yards to eight yards every single play, every single time? Who does not allow a sack tomorrow? These are things that I'm looking for tomorrow from that position group. Running backs. How healthy are Williams and, and, and William, uh, Williams and Henderson? Excuse me. Now, the law firm of Williams and Williams. Sorry, guys. Got ahead of myself. But who emerges? Who pops off? Who is the best of the running backs? Who is the best of the receivers? Who makes a name for themselves and who shows us? My eyeballs, your eyeballs, everybody's eyeballs. Who shows the world that they deserve to play this year and to be in Ohio State Buckeye. Three big questions going to tomorrow season opener. What are your questions that you have going to the Buckeyes week one matchup against IU? Go ahead, leave them in the YouTube comment sections. Section, not plural, only one on this video. Coming up next, I will share my final thoughts before the Buckeyes start their 2023 college football season. I'm excited, optimistic, also in a wait-and-see mode about numerous things. We'll go over all that next on Lockdown Buckeyes. Thanks for making Lockdown Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Go ahead. This is the perfect time to subscribe to Lockdown Buckeyes on Apple or Spotify, or maybe even on YouTube so you don't miss a beat. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, Leave a five-star review and a rating. It's a great, easy way to help more people come across this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the Locked On Buckeyes YouTube channel. Smash the like button on this video. Leave a comment in this video as well. And hit that bell so you are notified every single time a new video goes live. Locked On Buckeyes is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ohio State's 2023 college football season is one that I'm excited to finally get into. I am looking forward to the time period when we look at, over the next few weeks, the Buckeyes in McCord or Brown or Day or Hartline or Knowles or Leronidas. Don't normally talk about a grad assistant on the show, but when he 
he is who he is. Multi-time All-American, Buckeye legend, great linebacker, played in the natty, played in the game of the century. I am looking forward to Laronidas being a part of the Buckeyes coaching staff this season. So I'm excited about James Laronidas. I'm excited about um, Jim Knowles. I'm optimistic about the defense, optimistic about the offense. There are more questions I have about this team, though. And I think you do, too. Like, outside of the X's and O's in a football, what about the human element of football? Like, let's just go ahead and say, yes, my final thoughts, and I'll share more about the on-field stuff as far as how things are going to be played first and first and 10 versus second and eight, or first and 15 due to a five-yard penalty versus second and three. How do you respond? How do you respond when one of your teammates goes out there and does makes a boneheaded play? How do you respond? What's going on? What what do you do when your coach is making decisions that ultimately are not benefiting you and your team on the field? How do you respond during adverse situations? And ultimately, that's one of the details I do believe. As Ryan Day said with the quarterback battle, if everything's even across the board, looking to find out who has it. I can't describe it. <laughs> I don't know if Ryan Day can either. But one thing in sports. If somebody has it, you can see it. Your own at your own TV shows, the TV shows you watch, the movies you watch, um, podcasts you listen to, maybe YouTube shows. Maybe you watch a YouTuber who just goes about blogging about their life. When somebody has it, that thing that gets you, that thing that draws people to them, that thing that makes them special, you can see it, you can sense it, maybe even feel it. But describing those things that you're sensing or feeling might be a little difficult. I know shows that host and um, podcasters, guys that used to host radio shows that have it. I sometimes have a hard time describing what it is. I think Ryan Day does as well. It's a, it's a phrase that I've heard um, since middle school and high school being on the football team. They said, hey, man, hey, some of y'all got it. Some of y'all don't. Coach Fiesel, one time talk about talk about Drew Horman, the quarterback who ended up being um, the safety, I think, junior or senior year, senior year because he was a quarterback our junior year of high school. Hey, man, wh- whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is, you can generally depict and figure it out who has it when you see it. And I think it's going to be the same thing for Ryan Day with the quarterbacks. Who has it? Who are we looking at? Who in the world are we looking and seeing and saying, ah, I got it. That guy has it. That guy is what we need. That guy is is perfect for us. That is the individual that is ideal for the situation. Everything's even. Who has it? Ryan Day will figure that out and hopefully finds it out really, really soon. Or maybe his assumption of what he believes gets confirmed on the field tomorrow and maybe even against Youngstown State before going forward. And I hope whoever the starting quarterback is, that guy is decided by the Western Kentucky game so that he already has multiple starts under his belt. Hopefully, if it's Kyle McCourty, will. Um, just for time's sake of playing Notre Dame before going forward against that massive, massive matchup against the Fighting Irish on, uh, I think, in, the, in week four. Yes, in week four of the season, I had to sit here and think about how many games were prior to that matchup in South Bend, Indiana. So that's the quarterback. But also with this season, I have said numerous times, the Buckeyes can accomplish all their goals. Goals meaning you um, beat your rival, win the conference, win the natty. 
I believe, firmly believe, and I'll say it now, I'll say I thought it two weeks ago, thought it two months ago, the Buckeyes have a chance to accomplish all their goals. Will it happen? I have no idea. I say it all the time. It's to be determined. But it can't happen. The talent on this team is too great. The talent on this team is so is, is elite in numerous areas. You got a guy in Kenyatta Jackson Jr. We're going to call him K-Jack going forward, who ultimately, if Jack Sawyer is not the guy, I think K-Jack is a guy who's going to come up and start opposite Tui Malowal. And that might be the combination that is going to set the defense apart and make it different. D-tackle rotation, it can happen. Linebackers, you probably got a three-headed monster. Um, don't know about, enough about C.J. Hicks to say definitely, but my eyeballs tell me when I physically look at that man on the football field, spring game and practice, little clips we get, he looks like a Buckeye linebacker. And we know what we mean when we say a Buckeye linebacker. There's been a lot of time over the past few years. This really isn't an Alvin Ryan Day problem. A lot of times when we look and see guys that are um, trying to figure out a way uh, to get to a school and say, hey, does he look like a guy that can do this? Hicks looks like a Buckeye linebacker. And a lot of times there have been linebackers at Ohio State that don't look like walking off the bus. They're a Buckeye linebacker. I am not saying any names. You can fill in the blank if you want to. But Hicks is one of those guys. When it comes to accomplishing all the goals for for Ohio State, he can help them. Secondary, I think it's going to be drastically improved. And also, there are going to be times you don't want Sunday Styles to play the nickel because a team is playing more of a spread offense and uh, three and four wide receivers. I don't think you want Sunday Styles consistently lined up against the opposition's slot receiver. That slot receiver should cook him a lot throughout that game. So, and also, I don't know if you want to put Jihad Carter, who I think is better at nickel, um, to come down. And I don't know. If, I don't know if you want to put Joshua Proctor back deep. It's because of the different things that are there that might impact how successful the defense is. So in those moments, you could see a scenario where uh, more of a pass-heavy set, you get Denzel Burke on one side at corner, Davis Hedekman-Olsen at the other side at corner, and you put Jordan Hancock at the at the slot corner spot, or maybe you bring in Igman-Olsen, put Hancock outside. Whatever it is, that's on the table. A lot of the things that I'm thinking about when it comes to the Buckeyes accomplishing all of their goals, I am not saying it's all on defense. I think a lot of it's more, a lot of it's the questions on the offensive line, but the defense can drastically help and make big plays early to put the offense in better um, advantageous situations to score the football quickly. For Ryan Day, buddy, let's see what you got. I believe in you. I don't believe that the Buckeyes are definitely going to beat Michigan this year. Sorry. A little honesty hour, honesty two minutes. I don't believe that, but my belief that that could happen can improve and can go up based off how Ryan Day has his team prepared for football games, how Ryan Day calls the game on offense, how the game plan on defense makes sense and, f- and fits what is coming up with the opposition that weekend. That can change. I would love for the Buckeyes to win, to go undefeated, 15-0, demolish the Wolverines, um, win the net, win the conference in Indianapolis, Indiana, and then go to the college football playoff in the last, four, last year of a four-team format and win that thing. I'm here for it. Just got to wait and see what's going to happen when the Buckeyes take the field tomorrow. Out of here on a Friday, a feel-good Friday. Make sure. I got to make sure I go back. So I forgot something earlier that is something of uh, importance to everybody listening or watching this show right now. The college football season is here. 
in this season. Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football kickoff live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football kickoff live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football kickoff live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. Now, that's a two-hour show. The audio from that will be in one-hour blocks and segments on the audio feed as well. So if you're watching us live, if you want to watch it live on the YouTube 11 to 1, great. Also, you can catch the audio in an hour block format on the Locked on Buckeyes podcast audio feeds as well. You can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. One more thing I almost forgot. I will be on the alternate Cleveland sports show today at 12.45 p.m. Eastern time. It'll be live on the alternate Cleveland sports show YouTube page. Go there, check it out, tap into it. I'm excited to talk Buckeye football and I know we're all excited to watch Buckeye football tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. We're out of here on this Friday. I'll see you next time.